everyone, and welcome to the Isn't It Lovely podcast, the podcast that seeks to shine the light on all that is lovely. I am Rachel, and today, Tracy and I were so honored to sit down with Grammy Award winner Genevieve Goings, one of the most recognizable voices in children's entertainment. Genevieve was the star of Disney's Choo Choo Soul for over a decade. She is a writer and producer of music for television and has voiced all kinds of cartoons and toys and amassed 275 million YouTube views. Tracy and I had so much fun talking with Genevieve about the origins of her career. We talk about the importance of remaining true to yourself and being authentic in all avenues of your life. We get to hear about her pivot into becoming a teacher and a coach and helping a new generation of people of all ages record and edit themselves and get their stories out into the world. We are so excited for you guys to hear this episode and to hear more from Genevieve. Thanks for listening. Okay, Genevieve, I know this is an audio medium, but I must open by congratulating you on your Grammy Award. And I need to know where you keep it and <laughs> how iconic oh that gosh, is. You are so kind. As a matter of fact, since I am, um, it's a for songwriting. So I actually only have a certificate. It's not like a hold, <gasps> hold it and kiss it thing. I have, to, oh, man. I have to work my way up to that one. But yeah. it's framed. It's behind like in my studio where I usually am it's like placed back in there amazing it. sorry it's back there I know <laughs> love it I feel like I would just carry it around on my person and just like know. oh this <laughs> just so <Okay>. you know <laughs> yeah. now if you were aware oh my goodness can you tell us about that real quick Genevieve before we hop in is that okay I'd love to hear about that the nomination process and what it felt like to win yeah so it's amazing too I'm very lucky because I'm working with these talented people that are because because getting a Grammy it's like a whole thing you have to lobby for it and it's just a whole thing um and so I'm very lucky that they were doing all of that type of work as far as, it, as uh, you know, the lobbying to try to win the Grammy and to try to get nominated and have people listen and do all this. So, but um, I'm working uh, with this group, the Alphabet Rockers. They are like a social justice. They're like music for kids and music for change. It's a whole thing. So I've been working with them um, on several of their albums. And so I, we were actually nominated before. And then this one happened to win it and it was just amazing. And they're an amazing group as well because they, uh, the, the two founders are adults, you know, and we know each other from the Bay area, but, um, they also have kids in the group that have been growing up in this band and being a part of it and performing and understanding the whole process. So watching the kids win Grammys too was really awesome. That is absolutely amazing. Oh my gosh. Okay. I love that so much. And Genevieve, music is in your blood. So could you just sort of start us off for our listeners and tell us your story and how did this become your passion and your life at this stage of the game? Oh, yes. Well, yeah, my parents are both musicians. My father uh, was a touring musician. I mean, he was signed to a record label, um, already when I was born, he had been touring and doing his thing for years, which he's from South Dakota. Um, and so that's a pretty cool little bit for us all. Yes. And, um, yeah, so I always had music in my life. I had him touring, I had him producing. And so as we've gone on throughout our career, he's my manager now and he's toured with me and, you know, run the sound for our shows and things like that. But, um, 
But yeah, I grew up with it as like a real thing to wish for, which was pretty cool. I didn't have to kind of convince my parents like that this is a thing. He was, they were already in it. So yeah, they weren't like Genevieve, go to law school. <laughs> I, well, I know, which I kind of wish sometimes I had also done that, but you know, <laughs> it's okay. So you're, so you're grew up singing, you're into music this whole time. And then something comes along your path called Choo Choo Soul. Can you talk to us about how, how that all transpired? And I was doing like hip hop music, R&B music. I had a band and I was a part of a hip hop group called Noble House. And my band was called Legato at the time. So I was doing music, adult music. And then I was also um, working. I was, it was crazy back then. I worked at an insurance company in the day, a restaurant at night. And then I had my bands, I would go tour. (laughs) So anyway, through, through um, just the talk of the town, there was this audition for a video game voice kind of floating around. They were looking for a female rapper. (laughs) And that is like how Choo Choo Soul started as I auditioned for that game. I didn't get the part, which is my favorite part of my story. Mm -hmm. Um, I just ended up, you know, having this great relationship with the creator of the game and um, had some some lines that I had to record that the characters were gospel singers, but they weren't singing the lines. And I was like, what if they sing these lines? It would be so cool. And I just kind of started singing them. And he was like, oh my gosh. And he started writing all these new lines. And the idea for Choo Choo Soul was already living in his brain. And he was kind of came to me like, you know, my kid loves trains. What do you think about making a a CD for kids? And that's how it started. And we ended up making this really cool CD, which a lot of those songs are the ones that ended up on Disney on television were the original ones that we recorded. Um, And yeah, it just was this super cool thing. And it was like, you can't fake that kind of soul and hip hop energy. You know, it it feels very fake (laughs) if it's faked. (laughs) So they kind of Disney enjoyed that. It was like a real thing that had this genuine soul to it. And that's how it started. And they ended up um, purchasing the brand from us and then turning it into a television video thing. They were trying. They were just going to try five videos and people loved it at the time. It came out in 2006, which is crazy how long ago that was. <laughs> that was like just a couple of years ago. Yeah, no problem. No problem there. <laughs> so I, mean, I love that so much. And I think my favorite part of this story is that this all happened because you showed up as your most authentic self. You showed up as Genevieve, you had this idea and you executed it and everything was off and running. So I love that you were that the That is so creator. true. And that's what's so cool about it. There wasn't any path to follow necessarily. We were just making something that, yeah, we just followed what we thought was good. And it was, yeah, authentically there. I think that's why it's done so well. That's why we still tour sometimes, which is crazy. <laughs> Thank goodness I fit in the costume. <laughs> <laughs> you look adorable in the costume, by yeah. the way. Oh it's my amazing. goodness. So at the time, Genevieve, was that kind of groundbreaking for Disney? 2006? Yes, definitely. And then after our first, our first um, batch of songs, they had us do remake Disney classics. So they had us in videos as like Cinderella and the Prince. They had us as Mary Poppins and Bert. So it was very groundbreaking at the time, you know, to see people looking like us out there, you know, doing all the the stuff. But it was it was just so cool. We I feel like we taught so much about 
different types of diversity just by example, you know, it's just like, even just, you know, a boy and a girl just being besties and just doing their thing together, you know, it was just, it was just, it, it was very groundbreaking. I'm incredibly proud of it. I mean, what a trip. It's just like from this CD, now there's an actual, you know, cartoon visual and all these years of, of, um, memories and families we've met and just now they're all grown up seeing kids going to college and it's like, whoa. Well, and going along with that, Genevieve, you've been described. We had so much fun researching you, by the way, which is a total blast. And you've been described on a couple of reviews as like a responsible role model, which is this beautiful, like deep compliment. What is your relationship to that type of affirmation from somebody and that identity? You know, it's so cool. It just sort of happened. I kind of just realized, you know, it's one of those things you don't really think about the children's entertainment industry and the faces that are in it. You don't really think about it. It's not something that passes your mind unless of course you have kids or you're doing what, what I'm doing. So I didn't really think about it, but I was just noticing how like, wow, I have these kids loving me and I'm not showing any skin at all. Like not nothing. I'm completely covered up. And I just thought that was so cool. Um, and I just, it, it formed itself and I kind of realized what I was already doing after I was already doing it. And then I made it kind of my mission. Like, yeah, no, this is great. It feels good to be a good role model, but without being fake about it too. I mean, I'm very much myself when I'm on stage, especially it's like, I just talk like I talk to my friends, you know, minus any words I shouldn't say, but I'm very much just <laughs> like, Hey, I'm just in, you know, we're all in it together. You know, what are we doing? Who are these people in these costumes? <laughs> but um, it's just that relatability. It makes it, I find it so important because I don't see, you know, you see everything that kids are exposed to and who they compare themselves to. And it's just scary. You know, it's like, oh, I want to keep something kind of pure for them, mm -hmm. you know, and show there's still like a and I sound like such an old mom saying this, but, you know, there's a cool way to do it. You know, <laughs> I'm a cool mom. I'm him. But you know what I mean? <laughs> you are a cool mom. You're Genevieve. the coolest You're mom. cooler than us. Well, for, for sure. sure. <laughs> so talking on that, too, just pulling on that a little bit, you were talking about just giving kids a good role model. And then so you've kind of pivoted to coaching and yeah. teaching kids how to sing and vocal coach. Can you talk to us about that and had record? Yeah. So I used to do this for fun. My friends would come over and I would be like, Ooh, get on the microphone. And I would make them record something. We would just like have fun. I just always loved, loved that. And for me, the ability to record myself and to produce actual content is, has helped my career so much. Like I, I could have just arrived at Disney and been like, I'm here. Thank you for letting me, you know, sing this, these songs you told me to sing and that be it, which still would be an incredible career path. Um, but because I had those skills and knew how to, um, record and write and edit and, you know, mix and all that, um, it just, they came to me, um, there's a school that they created in China called Disney English, where they're teaching English as a second language. And they were looking for some songs to go along with their lessons. 
And like just an opportunity like that, I was able to take that and I've been working with them for 15 years now, like continuously. So it's just because without just aspiring to be someone who auditions for something and a panel of people say, yes, you are good enough to do this or yes, you've got it. No, you don't have it. That is not the career I want. And that's not the career I want for all these kids I'm coaching. Hmm. It's And many of them come like, I want to be on America's Got Talent, you know? And it's like, that's the goal. And I'm here to say, no, you want to write the songs. You want to hire the people at that table if you want one day, you know, it's like, you've got to think bigger than this. It is not just, so not just setting yourself up to kind of, you know, get approval from a panel of four people. It's kind of like, and so I'm excited to share this with, with people to learn how to actually edit, how to get a, make it sound like you sang something perfectly all the way through because you edited and you chose what parts you wanted to do. And kids are amazing. It's to uh, some people in, in our age range, technology is like a foreign language and to kids, it's their native language. They were born into this. They can learn. I mean, I've taught like an eight-year-old how to record themselves and pull in an instrumental, sing over the top, export it as an mp3 and text it to their mom by the end of our session it's just like what because they they get it so anyway i could go on all day about that but i'm so excited it's so much fun like coaching now and it's 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 expanded beyond just what i thought it was going to be i'm also working on uh concepts with kids where they have ideas for their own show and we're you know helping them flesh it out or helping people flesh out their concepts for you know, just how to package something and how to think about it as a whole brand. So I really just want to, I want to bring like entrepreneurial entertainers into this world. It's just going to keep growing before my eyes and let me kind of figure out how to do it and how to package it maybe for schools as well. So they can implement that as well. And maybe ways that people can, you know, on a smaller scale, if they can't go right with me, but be able to, you know, get information from me to learn how to start at least. Yeah. So that's what's coming next. That's so good. I just feel like this is so inspiring, Genevieve, because here you are with this gift. And like you said, there's a conventional path where you could just go and be an artist, you know, a singing recording right. artist, but you have found a way to go all these different roads, help other people along the way, educate kids. So it really is, it's really beautiful. I was listening to a podcast that you had done several years back, but you said this quote and it has stuck with me, but I am going to read it because I, my memory's terrible. You said to be a great artist, you don't have to be the best. You have to be the only and I loved when you said that. Can you talk about that a little bit when you're talking to these kids? You don't have to be the best, but you have to be you. Can you flesh that out a little bit for us? And you know, the best part, like I love talking about auditions. And again, I love that that's the beginning of my story is not getting a part um, because it's so not, it's not um, personal. It really isn't. If you think about like, I like to use the example of like Meryl Streep incredible, right? She could come in and read for Dory from Finding Nemo. She's amazing. But when Ellen reads for it, you're like, oh my God, her. <laughs> it's, but it's Meryl Streep. Are you kidding me? You know what I mean? It's just like, it's just that thing for that right, that right part for you to bring that 
out. And I also, um, yeah, it, it, people don't want to just hear manufactured things that everybody's sounding the same. And again, we, we say this over and over like to kids, like be yourself, you don't want to be like everyone else. And it's very easy to want to go that way. But, but, um, but yeah, the originality is the selling point. Well, and Genevieve, this has been clearly your lived experience as well. Again, like just to repeat, because you showed up as yourself. I mean, this beautiful opportunity came in front of you. So I love what you're saying about being genuine, being authentic. And also, was that something that was like a part of your upbringing? Do you think because both of your parents were in the industry, do you think they helped prepare you a little bit more for maybe the tougher parts of the industry and to help you stay true to yourself? It's definitely been amazing having my dad there along the way. I mean, I've always been protected um, in that way, but he, he let me sit back in the beginning part of my career, my hip hop phase. He just kind of waited. He waited for me to come to him and ask him to represent me. So that was definitely a interesting phase for him. I'm sure. <laughs> just like, oh, okay, where's the show? Who's in it? Okay. What's the song called? Ooh. Okay. Um, so Anyway, but he's also like, I was that guy. So I also understand, you know, (laughs) um, but yes, um, I think my upbringing certainly helped, but it's been experiences. I've also been very lucky. I mean, I've been, I, I lead with I try to find the friendships and everything that I do, you know, of course you're not supposed to take business personal, but it's very personal. Um, so I've been incredibly lucky. Like my partner, um, my producer, when I first started, his name's Genesee. And, um, he had the whole like noble house crew was what's called where who we were with. And he was just, he is just such a genuine soul and everyone kind of gravitated to him. And I could just feel that he was a good person. So I always felt protected in every like pod of music and business that I was mm-hmm. doing. Um, just very lucky in that way. So I just love the human connection. I love meeting people, learning about them. And I think that's done me well to just get to know people that I'm working with. Cause I always tell people to writing songs with people is like having kids with them. Like you have joint custody of this thing forever. <laughs> so make sure who you have your baby with <laughs> takes care of his business. <laughs> or you're going to oh, be gosh. like, wait, is that, is that my song on, you know, on this sh- television show? Like, <laughs> is it registered? Are we being paid? Who did that? It's like, it's so crazy. But, um, but yeah, I've been, there's a bit of the nature versus nurture conversation too. Like a a lot of how I am is how I was born just because you're born who you are, I believe. But, but the way I was raised with the family and friendships, friendships are really big in both sides of my family. They do these long lasting friendships. I feel like going back to my dad's, uh, experience that we just went to where he was honored with a, with a lifetime achievement award in the South Dakota rock and roll hall of fame. And that's where we saw each other and just watching him and his friends, like you were saying, who've been friends for decades. It's like a lesson in friendship. It's just like, wow, to know someone and to really, really form those friendships. So it's interesting advice because people are always telling you, and especially kids and especially females, like, be careful, the music industry and the industry, and there's all these snakes and all of that. And I'm just like, but 
But there's also great people. <laughs> there are also wonderful people. And people talk about LA and like, oh, LA and everybody's so fake. Well, sure, but there's great people there too, I've met. And um, yeah, I say don't be afraid to like lead with the friendships because you also can talk about things without feeling like you're supposed to know everything acting like you're so cool that you forget to ask questions about the things you really need to know, you know, so working with people that become friends is a really great thing. That's such great advice. Community, community overall. I think that's just great advice. So Genevieve, you've done, I mean, it was hard to like pin down all that you've done in just on the internet. You're kind of all over, like you're so much that you have touched the world with. Uh, but at this stage in your career, what would you say you were the most proud of? That's a hard question. That is. Oh my goodness. We can remind you of some of your many accomplishments <laughs> for our <laughs> listeners to your multiple Grammy nominations and win uh, being at the White House with Michelle Obama for the Easter egg roll. I mean, I there's no words. <laughs> I know. Amazing. And meeting them, by the way, because I got to go back again the second time they invited me back. So I came in my choo-choo soul costume and when meeting them, you're like waiting in this big long line amongst just, you're just peers with everybody. We had like Olympic, um, you know, Olympians, big actors, you know, authors, writers, and we're all just waiting in line nervously together. And you round the corner and you're like, hello, hi, like shaking. And they were like, they like, oh, stop. <gasps> push away the handshake, open the arms for a hug. That was the meeting. Cute. My heart he smelled so good. <laughs> oh my God, I was like, oh my God, he smelled so good. My husband was like, I know. <laughs> We're all just like swept away. Anyway, yeah. The charisma is tangible. Um, sometimes I can't, I can't believe how, how, um, how many people have heard my music. That is like incredible to me reaching out, like getting into TikTok, that whole world. And like one day opening it up and just being like, oh, wow, somebody said something about Juju Soul. And I re reacted to it. And it was like, I mean, it's like the whole generation of TikTok, the the bulk of it is like kids that used to watch Juju Soul, you know? So feeling that was like, wow. And um, gosh, most proud of, that's hard. If you want to talk about the humanitarian portion would probably be, um, just the, the, um, I guess it goes back to that role model feeling, you know, that, that connection to kids and how everyone is just equal in that room when we're all there having these performances, you know, and, um, God, I've just, I've gotten to see kids grow up you know, that's, that's the part that's just like, wow, the fact that their families will travel, you know, all these miles to come and see us after all these years and that kids would come and they're like going into high school and still coming to see us, like, just cause we have that connection. That is so cool. I feel like I'm most proud probably that I have remained who I am <laughs> through all this. I think I could be more famous. I could do more. I could have, you should be da da da. You know what I mean? You should have this, you should have this check mark here and you should be in a movie. You should be a Disney princess or whatever the shoulds are. You know, the fact that I have made it to this level and still remained 
who I am. Like people who I think would meet me and be like, oh, wow, you're just exactly how I thought you would be. Good. <laughs> you know, so I think it's all kind of tying back to the same, same stuff. That is a spectacular answer. I love that, that so is, much. That is just wonderful. I mean, that's going to stick with me that you have remained who you are in an industry that often that you don't see that very often. And me. So, so well done. Yeah. <laughs> Great job with your yeah. life choices. Way to go. <laughs> no, and it is, and it's such a beautiful legacy that you had behind you, but I think it's so beautiful what you're building right now for the future. And I feel like so much of what you do is just so innately positive and you have this desire to sort of like pay it forward, help other people find joy and success. And I mean, it's just such a beautiful way. We were talking about light earlier in the conversation, but I mean, you have just like this palpable, just like joy and energy, even just through our little screen here. Well, and I've gotten to meet you in person and hug you, so I can verify. I'm, I'm jealous. It is true. <laughs> I think I get you back here. That's, that's like my hometown too. Yes. I have a lot of family out there. Come on back. Come on back, girl. Yes. Okay. Question for you. Where can people find you and tell them about your business? What is your coaching business? What does that look like? Who is your demographic? Who would be your like your, a client for you? So my demographic would be... Um, so I help people to, to basically be prepared for this as a business. So um, who I'm working with now, a lot of kid child actors that are currently working in you know, the business, but also beginners that are, you know, that have that, that talent and that, that ear for music. They know parents that know that their child has this love of entertainment, love of singing, and just kind of doesn't know what to do next. Um, and so I'm, I'm just helping people to say, look, if you have a computer you just need a USB microphone, which is something you can get on Amazon. You need headphones that go over your ear. And there are free programs for a Mac. It's GarageBand. For a PC, it's Audacity. And basically, I'm going to just, I teach people to pull in a song. Let's say you like to sing karaoke. You pull up karaoke songs on YouTube, right? We're going to pull in a song and I'm going to teach you how to record properly give you tips on how to, how to record. And by the end, you're going to have these recorded songs. Hearing your voice recorded is a lot different than hearing it coming out of your, of your brain. And, um, even if your parents know all the things it's, it's sometimes it's hard to learn from your own parent, you know? <laughs> so I'm, my demographic is, um, you know, kids that are serious because it is an investment, you know, um, but it's worth it. And it's not out of the question. I mean, my, my first lessons start at $75, so it's not anything crazy, but, um, I do packages where sometimes I'll see kids every week. Um, and we're just constantly working on the art of using your voice the way you want it to sound, you know, making it sound how you want it to sound through the performance of it. And then through the recording and our little studio magic and just teaching them how to do that. Now that in itself is so much fun and opens up your mind so much. So once you start recording yourself, most likely you might start showing an interest in writing your own songs because you see that it's possible. You know, it's just all about showing them what, what they can do, taking it that next step. Because the next step that a lot of people are interested in is of course, finding an agent. And then how do I actually get work? How do I get auditions and those sorts of things, which require you to have a demo 
and require you to understand a little bit about packaging yourself and the harsh truth that people have an attention span of like nothing. (laughs) So you're like, here's my whole everything. And first I'm going to tell you about, oh, they already swiped away. (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) Come back. Oh my gosh. You know, it's going to be, this is just life, right? Yes. Well, and it's so beautiful. And I know I think a lot of times like we think about accessibility and we think about just how technology has changed. Obvious example being like Billie Eilish and Phineas, right? How she sort of became this huge sensation and just from like their computer in a bedroom. But I think what's so beautiful about what you're doing too is that same accessibility to your excellent point. You're like, you just need a couple of simple tools. Your yeah. lessons, your your camps or yeah. classes are like beautifully, reasonably priced. And I feel like you're giving people this real world lived in experience that is literally priceless, but you're doing it to help them, to lift them up, to, in some cases, save them from really tough, tough situations they could find themselves in. So, I mean, it's just, it's a beautiful thing that you're doing. And just to know what to do with an opportunity, you know, Hmm. so maybe you haven't had this type of opportunity, but maybe, maybe you're going to run into somebody who is like, Oh, Oh, so she sings. Oh, do you have a demo or, you know, or, Oh, she does crazy character voices. Like, Oh, do you have a voice demo? Things like that where you're like, I do. I'll email it to you right now. (laughs) You know, just knowing that. Or like, oh, I have an audition. Here's this thing. I'm going to send you all the materials. And they send you, you know, three three tracks, which is the music, the guide vocal, and the full song. You would know what to do with that if you had a few lessons with me that you would, you know, how to take that and, and record to it. So it's definitely... And it's just a great experience. I mean, the enrichment itself, whether you're going to go into this as a business or not, um, for, for kids, it's such a good thing. And it's like project managing too, you know, we're going to start a project and we're going to finish it and you'll have something done by the end. But I do tell parents too, like when I do uh, packages, um, you know, if we're doing like an hour every week, uh, it's basically, I'm saying it's not my goal for them to need me forever. They're going to, they're going to know how to do a lot of this, you know, by the end of six lessons, you're going to know how to do all this. The rest is just because you want my tips on how to sing or what take is a good one. But, but yeah, I'm loving it. It's so, so much fun. We're going to link all this in our show notes. And when you get your classes ready to roll out, let us know too. We want to help promote yeah, you in every way. Go to my website, which is GenevieveGoings.com. It explains a lot of stuff there and you can schedule right there. And um, sharing other, I'm sharing stuff on my Instagram, a lot of just lessons and what kids are doing that I'm working with. And yeah, it's a lot of fun. I don't want to forget since we're nearing the holidays that, um, to check out my EP, it's called very Mary with my number one song called crazy for Christmas lady. It's about the lady who just has everything in her attic or basement. And she's just got, you know, she's got the mistletoe on her head, the the million Christmas lights. And she is just going above and beyond. Are you pointing from, is somebody guilty? We are. It may be me. (laughs) (laughs) I literally, I should, the day of this recording is October something. And I said to my husband yesterday, I say, I said, I think I'm going to start decorating for Christmas this week. And he's like, it's getting earlier and earlier every year. So you wrote a song about me, Genevieve. Thank you. Oh my God. (laughs) Oh, okay, I'm so, so glad you said yeah. that. So say the name of the album again. That's it, It's already out or it's coming out? 
Okay, very Mary. Very Mary. Yeah, so it's already out. You can listen now, but I just don't want anyone to forget. To oh. Definitely listen to Crazy for Christmas Lady. <laughs> and AKA Tracy Kirby. I'm telling it's so great. I think you'll love it. It's, um, yeah. Uh, one of my favorite lines is, I'm tying a bow on every single ornament. Ho, 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 my ugly sweater still sort of fits. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over the top and I'm bringing the cheer. Because this is my favorite time of year. Oh, my crazy, gosh. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Crazy for Christmas, lady. You'll love it. Oh, gosh. I already love it. It's stuck in my head. I'm going to go pull it up right after we hang up with you. I love that so much. So we will link to all this in the show notes and also to your website, too, in case people for Christmas want to book a couple sessions with I you know. for Christmas presents. It'd be I amazing. So. Yes. Maybe I'll do it for you, Rachel. <gasps> Release an EP. I, I just want to play to hang out with Genevieve. So please, Seriously. please do. We don't want to take up your whole time. We know you're the beautiful Palm Springs. We want to let, get you outside again. Uh, but we end every show, Genevieve, talking about something that we are loving. It could be a product, a book, a person, anything. What are you loving this week? Oh, my gosh. Um, let's see. I am so... Oh, my goodness. Um... And you, and you also gave me a little heads up too. And I'm still just like, what am I loving? Don't worry. I'm on my phone going, uh, what, what am I loving? This is our show <laughs> and we still do that, Genevieve. <laughs> I know. You know, I, I, I will say I started listening to this podcast called Money with Katie, hmm. um, which I do really like getting into investments and things like that because it's kind of like the next phase. So I'm kind of into that right now. Um, we also are into design decor. We own an Airbnb and we're like looking for another one because it's kind of like impossible to buy real estate that you love in Los Angeles. <laughs> it's like, well, we're going to have to purchase a couple little ones first before we get there. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, I just love And it's so funny. This is like such a Gen, a, a huge thing to say that I'm loving, but because I spend so much time there, I think I do have to say it is Pinterest. Everybody knows about oh, it already. Yes. But that's what I'm on. Like, if you, if your phone tells you like what you've been up to, that is still, I'm just like, and of course, also, I, it's in our industry, it's kind of like the bad guy, but using like AI as far as like chat GPT to come up with ideas and, figure out how to structure certain things is I'm way into that right now <laughs> too. Just like, Hey, how do I take this whole entire thing and just help me put this into a brief, a briefer, better way to say it, you know? So I have so many, I'm a Google drive girl too. I have so many folders of just all the ideas I'm going to one day get done. <laughs> so I'm just kind of like in this businessy, realm. And of course I'm obsessed with my son who is three and three quarters. He'll be four oh. in December. And he's just, oh, he's just so stinking cute. <laughs> His wonder. He's just like, everything is just so interesting to him. And it's just the cutest thing. That's such a fun age. Oh gosh. I can confirm. Oh yes. Keep going. Keep plating. I got my eyebrows. Oh, hey now. They look awesome. They're gorgeous. I have barely anything. Like if I wipe, if I, there's like no brow, which is funny because naturally it's like across my whole face, but I just had the, 
I went through the rave phase yes. and the Drew Barrymore had the really thin ones. Yep. I was like just yep. barely getting my hands on tweezers. And I was like, <laughs> oh, my mom was like, don't tweeze them off. They're never going to grow back. I was like, oh, please. They're across my whole face. But wow, the <laughs> microblading. I don't know why I didn't do it sooner. It's amazing. Amen to That's that. Yes, I love it. Oh, that's the best. Isn't that good when you have so many things that you're loving? <laughs> yes. Yes, it's so good. Okay, what are you loving, Rachel? Well, I'm just kind of crying. I don't know how we can top that. <laughs> we, we certainly can't, and I won't even try. But I am cry laughing over here because maybe we have the same mom. I had the identical conversation about my brows, yeah. also circa 1997. And I should have listened. Yeah, right. Sorry, Becky. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> Yes. Okay. But this is actually the perfect segue because I think Genevieve, you and I are the same age. I graduated in 1998. Um, yes, ma'am. <laughs> yeah. Okay, guys. So mine is just a real blast from the past. I think I even have it on our website, Tracy, that like my favorite fashion era was like the late 90s when it was like oh, yeah. the Mary Jane like platform sandals and like baby tees yes. and bows. There, it's back. Everything old is new again. <laughs> and we are we are vintage now. And so I actually did order myself a literal pair oh my gosh, of Steve Matt. I'm graduating because I think when I actually wore these in oh, the <laughs> best Genevieve, when it was the nineties and I was wearing these OG, I think I just could only afford like the target pair. So this time I'm like, look, pay less shoe. Yeah, pro- probably. And, and, and totally. So these, I think are just from Nordstrom, but they are the Mary Jane pumps from Steve Madden. They're black patent leather platform. And they're so I- cute. I could see you rocking those Listen, for sure. I wore them last week and I felt, I was feeling myself. It was <laughs> exciting. Yeah, you can see again. I know. I'm back. 1998. No, <laughs> it wasn't that long ago. So anyways. Stop. No. <laughs> <laughs> and I am happy now. <laughs> I don't know what year yeah. it was, but it was, so it was a enough. good year. It was a damn good year. It's close enough, loves. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, Tracy, how about you? Okay, I'm going to take a cue from Genevieve. So microblading, I got my brows done probably last year and I'm going in for a touch-up because you have to go in, I think like once or I don't even know, maybe just once. But anyhow, my girlfriend in town does it um, and her name is Des Jansen and she's over at Gemini. I think I've said this before that I've worth loving them. I'm going to say it again. Genevieve, will you be our third best friend? You are amazing. And we, we love you. Come back to Sioux Falls <laughs> or we'll come to LA. We'll come to LA. Yeah, Don't come here. To you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, I love that. And we will bring, actually, I should have said this too. I'm also loving literally, truly your entire family, including your darling cousin, Rachel, who I just love. I know. Shout out to Rachel. She is just the best. And I love her so much. I wish it's so terrible to be so far apart. It's like when we see each other again, we're like, oh, why are we waiting so long? <laughs> yes, yes. So I am so grateful to her and so grateful to have gone to that show, to have met your beautiful, gorgeous self in person. And thank you so much for joining us today. This has been a complete joy. Thank you guys. Thank you so much for joining us for today's episode of Isn't It Lovely? If you love what you hear, please rate, review, and subscribe by clicking on our show in your favorite podcast app and following the prompts. You can download all of our episodes on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Podcasts. You can also find all of our episodes on our website at www.isitnotlovely.com. And we are also on Instagram and our handle is Is It Not Lovely Podcast. Keep looking for the lovely in all things. Thanks for listening.